Hey, it's Neville Medora here. And today is the stupid email for Friday, April 2nd, 2021. And stupid means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So let's start off today with a swipe. Now, through the 1950s and 1960s, the famous advertising agency Ogilvy & Mather marketed Schweppes tonic water to the top through a series of advertisements featuring Schweppes' then-president Commander Whitehead. And by the way, what a dope name, Commander Whitehead. So I really love this series of ads. And just to quickly describe it to you, it's a very dapper, handsome gentleman in a suit, and he's holding a bottle of Schweppes and looking at it. And it says, you can see the lemon and Schweppes bitter lemon. That's because Schweppes uses whole fresh lemons, juice, pulp, peel, everything. And then it goes on to describe a little bit more of the process. Then there's pictures of him looking dapper on a boat and then sitting on a stool and then getting a beard trim. It's just an overall cool classic set of ads that I really love. So let's move on to a thought. I saw this interesting video recently on BBC Reel on YouTube, and you can see the link in the show notes, about the simplest things that lead to a longer and higher quality of life. And the four factors that they identified together that contribute to longevity, so meaning when you do all four of these together, it has a high chance of you living longer and better, and it's diet, physical activity, self-help, and mutual help system. So to break that down, is diet is simply eating well, physical activity is obviously. And then self-help is a term they call in Japanese ikigai. And ikigai means something only you can do, like watering a plant you own or nurturing a grandchild. So that's just something that you can do that's a small little task for you only. And then a mutual help system is having lots of friends around. So simple, diet, physical activity, self-help, and mutual help system. Here is something uplifting. There's a concept I love called process versus outcome goals, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this here many times. But a process versus an outcome goal is a way that can help you accomplish goals better by definitively defining a goal. Okay, so here's an example. So an example of an outcome goal, which is bad, is I want to be the top three sellers of houses in my company. Okay, that's cool, but there's no like process to it. So let's make that into a process goal. And that would look like, I will knock on 10 doors every weekday in the Pacific Heights neighborhood in April and ask for their house listing. So the reason a process goal is better is because there's a step-by-step -step thing you can follow every single day that will help lead you to that goal. So just saying, I wanna be the top three sellers of houses in my company is kind of wishful thinking, but without a process to accomplish it, then there's nothing to it. So by making your goals more process-oriented, you can have a higher chance of accomplishing it. Um, picture. So this is a picture of me sitting in an empty arena by myself, falling asleep. And this was from a recent post I did on the declining value of speakers at conferences. So my thesis is that the speaker lineup for a conference used to be about 90% of the draw. But now a conference should be more aligned like this. A modern conference should have about 30% of the draw as speakers, 30% of the draw is breakout sessions with members, 30% of the live workshops, 30% of the draw is live workshops, sorry, and then 10% of the draw is assisted networking. So as conferences start up again this year, small at first and then bigger, the value will no longer be to sit in a room and listen to a speaker talk for 45 minutes. You can honestly just do that on YouTube or podcasts for free now. Instead, it will be about the connections that you make. Here's something interesting. On a podcast with Tim Ferriss and Balaji Srivasanan, I heard a tip 
I've never heard before. Sorry, I heard a term I've never heard before. And they said it like this, it's called post-economic. And what that means is post-economic is being that you have so much money that it's something you never have to think about again in your life. And that you are no longer primarily motivated by the need to make more money. So I thought that was an interesting term. I've heard this described as like F you money, like fuck you money, where it's like you could say fuck you to anyone if they offer you money because you have so much money. But this term is actually a little bit better, post-economic, meaning you have more money than you ever need to do anything you want. And I thought that was kind of interesting. So a lot of billionaires and such are post-economic to where the things they do from now on are usually not done just to make more money. They're usually done for a greater good. And then a drawing. I have drawn out a mental model for when trying to accomplish a goal. And this mental model is publicly state something. And there's a guy with a megaphone yelling it to other people. And the rule behind publicly stating something is you post a goal online and this keeps you accountable. It puts pressure on you to finish. Others see that you posted this goal and may even help contribute to it. It's very similar to the build in public concept. And so basically to do this, you just post your goal online plus post a specific deadline date and you will very likely accomplish this goal because you've publicly stated it and you don't wanna look like a fool for not accomplishing it. So anyways, that's the Friday stupid email. This is a quick little fun thing. Uh, I hope you like it, I really do. If you like it, respond to this email and let me know and I'll keep putting out more of these. And I hope you enjoy these little tidbits. Have a happy Friday. My name is Neville Medora. You can find me on copywritingcourse.com or on Twitter slash at NevMed. Follow me there, follow me anywhere and I will talk to you later.